You are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. The It's Hit is like Beach Blanket Babylon or Tony Bennett or Willie Mays in San Francisco. It's reached this sort of unofficial sainthood. Only the most attention-seeking contrarian would criticize it. But the beloved ice cream sandwich might have crossed the line, releasing a pumpkin spice It's Hit and last year adding a green tea flavor. Spoiler alert, it was not well-received in the Chronicle newsroom. Here's food editor Paolo Lucchese's analysis. Remember that Simpsons episode where the Itchy and, Sh- itchy and Scratchy show introduced Poochie? Yeah. And it's almost <laughs> like these are kind of like, these are Poochie. These are like, they're trying to be uh, trendy and cool, but uh, yeah, not so much working. I don't know. Yeah, and you don't need to be. You're It's It. Yeah. I mean, it's like Paps Blue Ribbon. If they made right. like a Paps Blue Ribbon, you know, with lime, lime <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like you don't, you're Paps Blue Ribbon. Yeah. Just make Paps Blue Ribbon. In episode three of the big event, Paolo and I ranked the itsits from best to worst. And we invited Chronicle's new food writer, Justin Phillips, who has never eaten an itsit, to try one for the first time live. Don't they hand you one when you get off the plane in SFO? I'm Peter Hartlob, and this is the big event. Welcome to the Archive, Paolo Lucchese and Justin Phillips from our food department, food editor and food writer. Thanks for having us. Yeah, excited. First time here in the Archive? Uh, my first day I was brought down here and then uh, taken a thousand other places, so I completely forgot where this was and never made a return trip, but this is pretty neat. little Archive history for you here. The printing press was right over there and um i'm told that this spot here is where the like crew that was taking the break would take their smoke break (laughs) so i still like i think it's like a ghostly type thing i still smell cigarette smoke once in a while down here (laughs) we're fire around the the newspaper seemed like a smart idea (laughs) yeah definitely (laughs) definitely so we're here uh not to talk about history but about the it's it important uh confection in san francisco history uh got this idea we have a in-house video contest called the Lishies, short for Video Licious, where everybody in the newsroom makes a short guerrilla-style video. And I was looking through them to feel better or worse about the one I made and ran into Paolo's uh, ranking of the itsits, ran over to his desk and said, we've got to do a podcast on this, rank the itsits. So we have itsits here. Um, from the It's It factory, I drove to Burlingame, got dry ice. Uh, we have, I think, six flavors here. And great because this is our lunch. This is being recorded at like 12. And also because, Justin, you have never eaten an It's It before. I don't know what this is. I don't know <laughs> anything about them. I uh, did the easiest thing before this, which was learn nothing. And not <laughs> right. just show up. Um, I want to get... Paolo, if you can cut up. Yeah, I think it. Justin has selected. Justin, what did you select here? So I picked chocolate and um, pumpkin because I'm an idiot. And I figured <laughs> I, I should try something that odds are high that I might not like it just because I'm not a huge pumpkin fan. But Yeah. For anyone who might not know, um, they are oatmeal cookies with ice cream in the middle, all covered in chocolate. Pumpkin spice. That's new, right? And green tea? Pumpkin spice and green tea are the most recent flavors. Uh, So there are seven now. Um, And we'll get into the rankings in a bit. But uh, the seven flavors are 
chocolate and pumpkin, which Justin is going to try momentarily. Uh, we've got vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, cappuccino, uh, green tea, which is a new one, and mint. So those are the seven flavors. And I mean, and, and the, I think the other fun thing is you kind of were mentioning, but like these, it's not always easy to find all of them, especially in the same place. So they kind of have this mythical, semi-mythical, because they're readily available, and it's not like they're hard to find, but they're not as widely available as you might think. So they have this kind of little mystique about them still, to yeah. some degree. I noticed a couple things I've noticed, we'll get you trying in a sec, is um, Target, sometimes, just inexplicably, you show up, and it's a dollar thirty-eight for a three-pack. <laughs> And it's not advertised, so I don't know why they do this, but I just show up and it's $1.38 and then I clean them out. I think also the bodega it's it is a little bit different experience. Is Absolutely. It, is it okay to say bodega? I think so. I always I identified bodegas with New York especially, but you yeah. know, we, our corner stores are so great here. And especially in our changing city, like corner stores are amazing. They're just these little pockets of neighborhoods that are so crucial to neighborhoods, and it's pretty cool. That I, I agree. I think those are easily the best places to get its-its. Yeah. So we'll do the play-by-play, Paolo. Um, Justin, I want you to try your first its-it there. I did not bring napkins. Wonderful uh, I mean, I, planning. No napkins. I didn't bring anything to drink afterward. It's yeah. just kind of... All right, I want to get a piece that has the... Uh... And what are you trying here first? Uh, so this is chocolate. All right. Um... Uh, we're expecting tasting notes. Yeah, <laughs> it's really it's really good to be have a couple guys watching you while you eat. Yeah, this I'm is looking good. for facial reactions. <laughs> great moments in podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just crunching for five minutes. Yeah. Um, no, I mean like the the chocolate's actually pretty good. Like the, um, I mean, the oatmeal cookie's good. I always know like um, if you have any kind of like cookie like this on ice cream is going to be incredibly dry so it's like it's melting and supremely dry on top but like the chocolate flavor is pretty good i mean it's not transcendent or anything guys yeah. sorry no it's <laughs> cool like, yeah it's, it's cool i mean it's good like uh i can totally imagine um being a kid and being into this for sure yeah and it's so messy that's also a perk for kids too i think yeah, yeah. you can use that towel right there i did bring a towel i didn't bring napkins all right i'm the... totally gonna take another bite of this yeah, yeah, yeah you do that i feel like a second bite is a good sign for us bay area i think folks it's good that... <laughs> well I immediately run out so yeah while you're trying the pumpkin spice do you remember your first it's at palo so i don't remember it too well but the one thing i do remember i definitely don't remember so many flavors so i don't know when exactly the other flavors came out. I know pumpkin and green tea were most recent, but I always just remember vanilla from growing up. I don't know what you Yeah, m- vanilla and mint, I yeah. remember from being early on. Maybe coffee. Uh, so if this wasn't, um, I mean, if they weren't on ice cream trucks or anything like that, where did you guys first start having those? Was this parents just picking them up and having them at home? Like They came in a box of three, and they still do. The box that you buy with three of them in it is exactly the same. Um, I went to the factory store, and they put it in a bigger box that is exactly the same. The logo's the same. So you would buy a box of three at your local drugstore or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I don't remember it at ice cream trucks. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a little bit, you know, the politics of the It's It is a little different. When you had the ice cream sandwich with eight, I could Mm -hmm. come home from school and, like, eat two of them, 
and then pass it off to my family that, oh, no, that's the way it was. But, like, with it's a, we had a family of four. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of a Thunderdome thing going in terms of who gets. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. I feel like that makes a difference, though. If you can't openly get these from any place and, you know, usually you're eating them at home, that kind of yeah. gives you a connection to a certain food. So I'm, Yeah, and place, I think, too. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean it kind of reminds me of the pink popcorn at the zoo, right? Yeah. It's, like, mm. it's so... And pink, pink popcorn is probably elsewhere, and including bodegas, actually. But and it's just such a—it's very much associated with being on like outdoor time and just places yeah. you're outside. You're on a field trip. You're mm-hmm. on uh, a Sunday trip to the zoo with your parents as a kid. It's just mm-hmm. very—it feels like something special, which is kind of an idea that we're going to get into a little later as well. All right. Um, so I guess I'm moving on to pumpkin. Pumpkin, now. pumpkin <laughs> spice. Yeah. Jeez. I thought, like, we do the skinny cow, my wife and I, with the pretzel, and that that's kind of one of our go-to treats. And the skinny cow, like, I can eat two of them, mm-hmm. and then, you know, no one knows, because it's the same as eating one regular thing. I figure I can argue with that, but I can't. Like, if I eat two It's It's, the guilt is just swooping through me. Yeah, they are meant to be eaten one at a time. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> so. And this pumpkin one is... Not meant to be eaten, period. <laughs> <laughs> this might be the, like, worst ice cream snack I've ever tasted. Really? There's, there's a... I'm also not a pumpkin flavor fan, so any little bit of it, I'm like, oh, man, this is a ton of pumpkin. This is the most pumpkin I've ever tasted. <laughs> and so it might not be that big of a deal to you guys, but to me, good night. We're going to get to the rankings in a second very soon, but... I think we can say that pumpkin and green tea, it's, it's, there was a real visceral negative reaction. Like, why are they doing this? I would compare it to, like, how Star Wars fans feel about the Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. Yes. Like, not only have you made something that was maybe unnecessary and I don't like, but it actually might hurt the reputation of the other it's, it's. And I, we'll get to the rankings right now, but. I wanted yeah, to say that. I totally agree. It's all, you know what it reminds me of? Um, remember that Simpsons episode where the Itchy and, Sh- itchy and Scratchy show introduced Poochie? Yeah. And it's almost <laughs> like, these are kind of like, these are Poochie. These are like, they're trying to be uh, trendy and cool, but uh, yeah, not so much working. I don't know. Yeah, and you don't need to be. You're It's It. Yeah. I mean, it's like Pabst Blue Ribbon. If they made right. like a Pabst Blue Ribbon, you know, with lime, lime Marita. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you don't. Your Pepsi Blue Ribbon. Yeah. Just make Pepsi Blue Ribbon, yeah. and and we'll buy it forever. Yeah, and we'll so. All right, so ranking them, Justin, I, I want you to keep weighing in, um, but uh, I might eat this whole chocolate one. You though. do what like, you got to do. That thing is really good. Yeah, do it. Go for that, um, Paolo. I wanted to start with like our bottom five, and then go to the top three. Yes, and I want you to you to tell us like, and you've yeah. tried them all. Yeah. Yeah. What was your methodology? Is this like a Michael Bauer where you went to the It's It's three times? <laughs> Have you tried them all three? You know, I, I really love It's It's. I always eat them. Um, I, I have a friend, um, and, you know, he, he, he works, and he, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. He doesn't have any vices. His one vice is ice cream. So when I when I see him, maybe uh, you know after work one day, mm-hmm. he he had one of the best lines that I have ever remembered, and he basically said, you know, this was a really hard day. I think I need an ice cream, 
So the ice cream was very much just like that reward, that release, that decompression at the end of the day. Um, so that's kind of what my relationship to it's it is especially they have it at my corner store i love to just go there and put my hand in the freezer and see which flavors they have that day um but yeah and i've grown up eating them obviously not all of them but yeah for this one i i've eaten all of them recently um maybe not within the last month or so but uh i've and it's also been uh i've talked about this on twitter a few times i've thrown out a few rankings on twitter and just kind of batted around and argued with people on the internet because that's always a productive thing to do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, and I, I like ranking things. I, li- I rank tacos, yeah. taco fillings from taco trucks and stuff like that. But as, as I know, you like to rank, too, and it's fun to discuss, like, your Pixar movies. I don't apologize for it. A lot of people see I'm ranking something and, like, that's below journalism. Yeah. And I firmly believe that probably the most noble thing we can do as journalists is make someone's BART ride 10 minutes less sucky. (laughs) And I think, you know, ranking things is part of that. So number seven, let's start there. So I think it's, it's, I think for this, for the purposes of this completely correct exercise, I think it's important to almost think of it in tiers. So this is the bottom tier and I don't think it's a secret. Uh, we've, We've kind of spoiled it already, but the bottom two, in my opinion, are, pumpkin and green tea so mm-hmm. pumpkin and justin can chime in too because he's seeing now you're a pumpkin veteran uh but pumpkin the pumpkin it's it is the perfect encapsulation of everything that is horrible about pumpkin spice flavoring in the fall <laughs> it's just you know you, that first bite is great the first bite it's cool it, it tastes Hey, that kind of tastes like fall. It's warm. It's comforting. It's pumpkin pie. I know that flavor. The second bite is horrible. Um, and then the third bite is even worse. And it's just a perfect mirror of what pumpkin spice in the fall is. Whereas, like, when it first starts coming out at Starbucks and at the candy store or wherever else it appears, and it appears everywhere more and more each year. Um, and then it gets, the first time you smell a pumpkin spice candle in the fall. You're all cozy. It's the leaves are changing. You get that whole spirit. And then every sub by the time November runs runs comes along, it's horrible. You're so sick of it. And it's just like that's what it's like eating this pumpkin is it to me. Yeah. So I I'm curious as to how did this flavor come along? Because it's it's obviously not one of the traditional ones. So was this a holiday thing that they did and just forgot to end it at some point <laughs> or was this like, leftovers the, no. <laughs> right or was this purposeful were they like we um, need a pumpkin flavored it's it all the time like was that a decision that was made yeah see my theory is and i think you can actually start we can start to answer that question when we consider number six on the list which is green tea because green tea is also like a flavored that has become very, very trendy in the last two years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I mean, it's obvious green tea. I know, I understand green tea has been around for a very long time. Uh, don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of becoming very, very trendy in new levels, it's been Starbucksified. It's been Walgreenized. Mm-hmm. Um, it's maybe it's even Crate and Barrel. Um, but these these two flavors really symbolize how what we were getting earlier with the Phantom Menace comparison, the Pucci comparison. These are. It's, it feels like it's it. The company is trying to really capitalize on just these trends that yeah. are being seen in Starbucks. It's like, what's next? The unicorn, it's it. The oh, peppermint, it's it. I wouldn't 
be surprised. I don't I, know. I do feel like it's almost a little bit like when K Fog <clears throat> suddenly starts playing Justin Bieber, and it's like you're K Fog. You play like ten at ten, and you're you know playing the local things and quirky things and unexpected things. And someone in Atlanta said, "Well, the figures nationally say we should they should be. Why aren't they playing Justin Bieber? I mean, yeah. and they could do other flavors. I yeah. totally get that. You know." Take little baby steps there, but pumpkin and green tea are like the two cliched flavors that, you know, signify more than just, that's just the flavor. It's like you said, I mean, you know, pumpkin spice, I mean, everybody does it, you get sick of it, so I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. So that's your tier, that's yeah. your bottom tier. Yeah, and it ruins that illusion of our it's-its. Yeah. Like, we like to think it's a mom-and-pop company, when in actuality, we can keep thinking that, but in actuality, it's a pretty big company yeah and they're industrial and they're very good at what they've been doing um anyway so next uh the next tier is kind of um there's only one in this tier i think and it's cappuccino for me i don't like coffee ice cream that's just my thing i like black coffee i like coffee that tastes like coffee um i don't you know this coffee with it's like a frappuccino coffee ice cream that's what it tastes like to me and i don't think you would um, eat it with you wouldn't eat a frappuccino probably with a uh, chocolate covered oatmeal cookie. Yeah, I don't know. And you know, cappuccino is fine. It's it's coffee ice cream. I just don't like coffee ice cream. Yeah, good call. Good call. Yeah. So that's your in a tier by itself. So are yeah. we to four now? Yeah, we are at four. And uh, this is a little tier called um, the Neapolitan flavors. Yeah. Um, and so four is chocolate. I have nothing bad to say about chocolate. Uh, I think I mentioned this in my video. Like, don't don't trust anyone who says they don't like chocolate ice cream because anyone who doesn't <laughs> like chocolate ice cream is not human. Um, and yeah, so I got chocolate's fine. It's it's this chocolate. I think is a little um, the actual ice cream. If we're going to talk about a little about flavor notes, which Justin chime in now. But you know, it, it's good chocolate ice cream. It's not great chocolate ice cream, right? Um, but I mean, chocolate ice cream is amazing. It's, it's that's what we want out of chocolate flavor. We want to have that milky, creamy mm-hmm. chocolate. We don't want like, I I really dislike this now. Now I'm just sounding grouchy all the time. But <laughs> uh, you know, like these boutique chocolates, mm-hmm. artisanal chocolates, mm-hmm. where it just you have like one of these little squares that cost eight dollars, mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. and it tastes like a flour mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. like a cherry mm-hmm. or like i just want my chocolate to taste like chocolate and yeah. granted that's like you know the flavor memories we all grew up eating like hershey chocolates and yeah yeah they're not farm to table or whatever but. yeah I, and especially like because uh, chocolate goes back to everybody's childhood and if you ask anyone like if they're gonna eat like a chocolate ice cream cake or a chocolate it's it and you're like what's your hope for they're gonna be like i hope it's it's good right but what does good chocolate mean well as long as it tastes a little like chocolate we're okay and so for i feel like it's it's a weird bar that's kind of low when it comes to treats like this and mm-hmm. so for me it's in my five minutes of being a total expert it's, <laughs> chocolate should be number one when i was a kid and you went to a birthday party every chocolate mm-hmm. ice cream was exactly the same there mm-hmm. were no chunks in it there was mm-hmm. no americone dream cross promotion with stephen colbert or the fall guy or whatever it would have been back then i mean it was all the same, and this is transported in time. I mean, the It's It chocolate is the birthday party chocolate from, you know, 1981 when I was getting my Star Wars action figures. So I appreciate that about 
it's it as much as I'm bagging on the pumpkin spice and the green tea. Um, and you were halfway through the Neapolitan or a third of the way through. Yeah, we're a third of the way. So next is strawberry. Um, and I can, you can convince me, I, I don't have strong feelings, strawberry versus chocolate. I can go back and forth. Um, but the thing about strawberry, so I think chocolate is kind of like pizza in the sense that cho- good chocolate ice cream can be really good. Bad chocolate ice cream is still really good. That's strawberry ice cream is a little more of a balance. I think um, great strawberry ice cream has a much higher ceiling, uh, in my opinion. Uh, bad strawberry ice cream is not great. Uh, and strawberry ice cream, the other thing about it is it's so good during the summer. We're in the summer right now. It's such a summer flavor. It's so just perfect for sitting outside and just having it melt all over you. Um, not so good during the winter, though. So I don't think not too many people want strawberry flavors during the winter. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What are you guys' thoughts on strawberry ice cream? That's – and I'm not going to do – my <clears throat> rankings are almost exactly in line with yours. Yeah. So I'm not going to go through them all except to say that my strawberry is bumped way down. Oh. Um, I had strawberry even below green tea. And I feel like – huh. I feel like – I mean every box of Neapolitan ice cream I've ever seen – it's just scooped out until there's this. It's almost like the, the the white wall from Game of Thrones, where there's this sheer wall of strawberry that no one wants to touch. Um, and I feel that way about the it's it. Like that would be the ice it's it I would leave behind. My feeling is like I would like to eat a vanilla it's it with strawberries. I think strawberry ice cream. I'm not going to go as far to say it's is it's like a garbage ice cream because I agree with you in the summer. I would love like a mango ice cream or a strawberry ice cream occasionally. Um, I bump that way down on my it's it. We agree on almost everything else. <laughs> I'm not. T- I think. Yeah. No. I don't, I'm not offended. Your feelings on strawberry ice cream? No. I, I'm. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny that you brought up the uh, Neapolitan ice cream. Like, if you want to know if your kid is for all adults out there, if you want to know if your kid is really good at geometry, just buy one of those containers, and they will be you know exact when they scoop away from strawberry ice cream. I, yeah. I know I did that as a kid, and so for me. Um, and I, and I think, you know, Paul had a, had a really good point of uh, strawberry ice cream is better in the summer. It is I, – I, for stuff like this, there is a sense of you have some kind of connection to it, some kind of memory. And so for me, um, good strawberry ice cream during the summer is fantastic. Okay, so next on the list, um, and I guess this is when the Venn diagram kind of crosses over between – because it's vanilla for me. Yeah. Um, so it's obviously a Neapolitan flavor, but I think I – think, um, I don't know if you, how you guys feel, but for me, I think the conversation of the best It's It is two flavors for me. It's either vanilla or mint. Uh, for me, mint is better. Um, but vanilla. Vanilla is great. It's, the thing I love about vanilla is vanilla is so classic and simple, especially in an ice cream sandwich form. It's perfect. It's just so classic, and I'm I'm very much a minimalist when it comes to food. I love margarita pizzas i love just a slice or a piece of great sushi um a simple burger with just lettuce tomato onion you don't need any bacon or eggs or anything like that so i'm very much a minimalist when it comes to food with the idea that do one thing do it really well and i think that vanilla it's it is just so classic it's tied to our taste memories vanilla is probably the most common ice cream sandwich flavor overall and i just think it's lovely Nice. That's a tribute to vanilla. Yeah. I've, that I've never heard that before. Was wonderful. It, was, it is not a vanilla <laughs> tribute to vanilla. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Very good. Uh, so that leaves one. Peter's crying right now. <laughs> yeah, really? This is like Miss Universe when they when they announce every other runner-up so you know who the winner is. It's a little bit of an anticlimax, but um, your tribute to the mint, mint it's it. Paula. Okay, so, mint. And for a long time, I did have vanilla as my favorite, but... In recent years, I've really come around to mint. And the reason is this, and it has to do with that Neapolitan thing, because for me, when I was growing up, we had chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry ice creams in the house, not all at once, but we always had one of the three, whether in some form or another. Um, We never had mint, and I don't know if that's just because, you know, Haagen-Dazs or whoever dryers didn't either produce that green Shrek-colored mint (laughs) ice cream and or they just didn't have it at a store we shopped at or whatever but so for me personally getting mint ice cream was the only place I could get it was going to Baskin Robbins and going to the ice cream shop and then I started to kind of think about it's like when I was having a mint it's it it's like man those memories are so cool and it's mint is for me it has that special feeling in the sense of like this is kind of a special occasion ice cream as funny as that is it's like you know, going to Baskin Robbins was so fun for me. Like I was always used to want to get one of those ice cream helmets, the baseball helmets, and they never <laughs> had the Giants. They always just had the Padres, which I hated. Uh, so it was either you know the decision was get a Padres helmet or just get the normal ice cream. Ranking uh, the baseball helmets. That's yeah, we're gonna do <laughs> for, that ranking for your Bart ride. <laughs> we'll do that next. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, that's that's it. I just that's kind of why I, I really enjoy that mint ice cream. It's you know it has the, it's just memorable there's only one you say green mint ice cream people know exactly what you mean yeah uh, little colors a little bit off of nature which i like yeah um, and i like it on the it's it that they don't have mint chip because the little dark chocolate around it gets mixed into it and yeah. you can sort of like regulate that on how you eat it around the side and yeah hot take texture <laughs> thing in ice cream kind of sometimes often most usually unnecessary maybe yeah. Huh. yeah another podcast perhaps. <laughs> yeah, another podcast i i agree mint is my one vanilla two chocolate three for the reasons you mentioned um yeah it's it's i we did 31 minutes on it's it's that's impressive yeah i'm, I'm thinking oh go ahead oh yeah no i'm now i what i what this exercise also kind of made, made me wonder is what's coming next for it's it i wonder what i think when when green tea when green tea came out i think it was maybe last year uh, there were a lot of people kind of throwing out new suggestions. Yeah. Um, so I'm really kind of curious to see what develops next. So let's predict right now the next It's It. I'm going with Mango. Mango is my guess for next It's It. Justin. Um, here's another hot take. They're going to listen to this podcast, and they're going to come out. They're going to hear Apollo's rankings, and they're going to come out with a strawberry and mint. Um, strawberry <laughs> and mint. Huh. Yeah. Wow. That could be a hybrid. Back. There you go. It's like Jurassic World when they start mixing the DNA. Do you want to do that? I mean, that could be dangerous. Is it going to be like incorporated together or is it like half and half? You know what? Let's, <laughs> let's, let's keep it old school and make it half and half. That's, that's what it's going to be. All right. Uh, good one. My, good. my guess is I, my worry is that they're going to follow Starbucks and they're going to hop on like a candy cane situation or a peppermint situation for, the, for Christmas. All right. I, I like hope, that. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I hope you're wrong too, but that, that does make sense. And that actually, I like that better than pumpkin spice and green tea. 
So um, that's great. And then we have four of these left. I wanted to do another little thing on, on Facebook, kind of bonus content. I'm going to put these four in the Chronicle Freezer. We should decide right now if I should have a Do Not Touch posted on it or just leave them there. How long do you think they will last before someone takes them? I will check every morning. I say four days. How are you going to – are you going to tell anyone? No. I'm just going to put them in the freezer. This podcast is going to come out in a couple weeks. Yeah. So I will put them in the freezer, and I will check every morning, I'll, and then I'm guessing four days. I think that's a very good over-under. I'm gonna, I'll, take, I'll take the over. I think I have, I have faith in the humanity of the Chronicle newsroom. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say six days. Six days. Okay. How long will the four last in the newsroom communal fridge? Well, yeah, for perspective, I think uh, we've had some – salt and straw ice cream that lasted for a while in there and i think with no note or anything i could see like five six days for okay. sure um it'd be different if you left this in this container open on our little um table area in yeah. the middle people would come grab it and yeah but that's that's yeah, allowed exactly that's part of yeah. the culture of the chronicle is when it's on the table by the food section you free for all it. yeah right one more thing. I'd love to have you guys back. I really appreciate you coming down. This is like during a work day, and you guys carved it out, so I appreciate that. I'd like to have you back. Future foods to rank. I have a couple of ideas. I want to do a fictional foods thing. Paolo and I have been talking about, like, the Mega Burger from Beverly Hills 90210. Just doing half an hour on the Mega Burger. I, can I, I would love to participate in that. <laughs> yeah, and make one because we, we did a whole thing on Twitter, and people were actually finding there is a recipe that they speak out loud on Beverly Hills 90210 mm-hmm. for the Mega Burger. So Mega Burger, um, I have a couple other ideas. Each person brings in a favorite burrito, mm. and we share it, kind of like on Check, Please. Mm-hmm. So that is my other idea for a sequel thing to do. Do you guys have anything? Any foods that are dying to be ranked, preferably local? Tacos. Tacos. Always Taco good. Taco fillings are always a good... People love to opine on what is the best taco to order. Many taco trucks have very similar offerings, so what right. are the... You know, some people prefer carne asada. There's uh, al pastor. I'd like to hear a ranking of uh, donuts, to tell you the truth. Oh, I feel like that would one. be a really good one. Good one. Oh, old passions are definitely the best. Okay. You're giving it away. <laughs> Don't give away content. <laughs> Don't give away content. It starts Paolo. already. We're saving the chronicle. Thank you guys so much. I really enjoy um, I think you guys do a fantastic job. And um, Inside Scoop has been, I think, a game changer with the chronicle. Really adding another dimension and that I know came in with you Paolo and Justin I've really been enjoying what you've been doing and welcome Um, first it's it uh, it's it rankings and um, we have our next like eight podcasts laid out so thank you very much guys really appreciate you coming in thank you Thanks to Paolo and Justin. Read our excellent award-winning food section and follow the Inside Scoop column by subscribing to The Chronicle at www.sfchronicle.com. 
Leah Garchik voiced our opening signature, and theme music is The Tide Will Rise by the Sunset Shipwrecks. To find out what happened to the It's It in the Chronicles communal freezer, follow The Big Event on Facebook. It's The Big Event SF on Facebook.com. <laughs>